Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. This is Brother Nathan filling in for Pastor today. Happy Friday to everybody. And uh, usually we like to make big of Fridays for some reason. I guess it's because of the end of the work week for a lot of folks. And uh, obviously for students in school, it's the last day of the school week. And so to those who like to make big of Fridays, happy Friday to you. Now we're going to get into 2 Peter and finish up this series today. And uh, looking forward to that. I hope it's been a help and a blessing to you. But first, let me make mention of some anniversaries and birthdays. Now today, we don't have any uh, anniversaries and birthdays, but tomorrow, uh, happy anniversary to Mark and Karen Connell, and then Ryan and Amy Medlin. Happy anniversary to you two couples. And then tomorrow is also my son's birthday. Michael is turning five years old. And so happy birthday, buddy. I hope you have a good uh, birthday tomorrow, a special day. Um, I also want to make mention that our fall revival is starting this next week, Monday and Tuesday night, starting at 7. Uh, Pastor Trebert from uh, North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California will be with us uh, preaching those meetings and really looking forward to that. I hope you'll pray for it. I hope you'll make plans to attend and uh, it's going to be great. And of course, we have church on Sunday and uh, Pastor will be preaching in the services. It's going to be a wonderful time and I hope uh, that uh, you will um, join us for our Sunday services. Now we have 845, we have an 11 o'clock and right in between those we have uh, Sunday school at 10 o'clock and then of course the 6 o'clock service. And so uh, looking forward to a great day in God's house and then following Sunday. Monday and Tuesday, we'll pray for a good fall revival and that the Lord would meet with us and speak to us in a special way those nights. Now, let's get into a song. This song is I'm Feeling Fine, and I hope you're feeling fine this morning. And it's nothing because of uh, maybe something we could conjure up, but yet we're feeling fine because we have who on our mind? Got Jesus on my mind, and uh, we've got joy in our soul. And so I hope you enjoy this song sung by the Marion Avenue Boys. And right after this song, we'll get into 2 Peter chapter 1. Well, I woke up this morning feeling fine. I woke up with heaven on my mind. I woke up with joy in my soul. For I knew my Lord had control. I knew I was walking in the light. Cause I've been on my knees in the night. And I prayed till the Lord gave me sight. And now I'm feeling mighty fine. Well, I'm feeling mighty fine. Mighty fine. And I've got heaven, heaven on my mind. Heaven on my mind. Heaven on my mind. Oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you know? I want to go. I want to go where the milk and honey flow. There's a light that always shines. Light that always shines. Heaven on my mind, heaven on my mind, and now 
now I'm feeling mighty fine I've been walking with Jesus all the time We're walking and talking as we climb We're traveling the road to the sky Where I know I'll live when I die He's been telling me all about that land And he tells me that everything is grand And he says that a home will be mine And now I'm feeling mighty fine Well, I'm feeling mighty fine I'm feeling mighty fine And now I'm feeling mighty fine I'm feeling fine Amen. What a good song for a Friday. I woke up this morning feeling fine. I hope that was a blessing uh, to you. I hope that maybe just got you a little bit encouraged uh, today. Who needs a cup of coffee when you can listen to music like that, right? Or you can just put the two together and it's, it's even better. Cup of coffee, good music, what a combination. So here we go. We're in 2 Peter chapter number 1. I'll start in verse number 4 and just by way of review we'll list off these fruits of faith. So here we go in verse number 1. The Bible says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Aren't you thankful for the promises of God? That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith, here it is, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge. This is in addition to, right? Uh, and then we have, and to knowledge in verse number six, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. Now, all the way up until this point, we've gotten uh, through patience uh, with patience. And now we're adding, uh, in addition to patience, we have godliness. And then to um, godliness, verse 7, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. So we're going to talk about those three uh, briefly today. Um, we have godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity. The Bible says, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful, in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so let's look at godliness first today. Godliness. What is godliness? Well, we can change around the pronunciation of that word and say godliness is God-likeness, right? Um, the Bible uh, talks about being conformed to the image of Christ. And we ought to, as Christians, be constantly working at getting closer to the Lord and uh, adhering to the Word of God. And as we do that, we are conforming to the image of Christ and not to the image of this world. Now, the product of patience, we talked about patience uh, yesterday, but the product of patience is godliness. You go through a, a difficult time, you have a storm or a trial that you're going through, and as you're patient in the Lord, faith worketh patience, and then that patience is going to draw us closer to God 
therefore uh, resulting in godliness. Godliness. When Christians go through trying times with patience, they then understand God's loving kindness through the trial. And because of that, patience will then produce a reverential fear of God and a love uh, for God as we see God bring us through those trials and those troubles. Now, uh, Romans 8.28, you've probably memorized this verse, but I'll, I'll quote it here. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, verse 29, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. And so we have godliness. After, God, uh, after patience, we have godliness. A lot of times when we go through the hard times and we might lose some things uh, along the way, we understand that when God is all you have, you then know that He's all you need. And so that patience, it, it uh, add to that patience godliness. That's the product of patience. I also like this verse in Romans um, chapter 12 and verse number 1. I beseech you or I beg of you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, godliness, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That is godliness. Add to patience godliness. And then once you have godliness, let's look at that next fruit. What do we have? We have brotherly kindness. Uh, I've, I've talked to the teens about this. We've been going through the book of Romans. We actually just finished uh, going through the book of Romans in Sunday school. But I, uh, as we went through that, um, everything else in the second half of Romans hinges off of Romans 12.1. As we present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, when we do that, when we surrender our will for God's will and for God's purpose each and every day, then we can have a righteous living. Then our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ and with those that don't know the Lord will be right. And so that's what we're getting at today. If we add to godliness brotherly kindness, which is, uh, that in the Greek that's Philadelphia, which is, uh, it sounds a whole lot like Philadelphia. It's actually spelled the same way. Um, but that means love for a fellow believer. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love, right? And that's where we get this word, uh, Philadelphia, or brotherly kindness. It's loving your brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm reminded of that chorus, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel this side, for I'm a part of the family, the family of God. I think I got those words right. I might have got a few of them wrong. Uh, but when we exercise true godliness, brotherly kindness will naturally follow. And so, uh, could I ask you today, how do you treat your brothers and sisters in Christ? I'm reminded, um, I have one sister. It was just uh, two children in our family, me, and then my younger sister. And uh, she was born in January, and I was born in uh, November I guess the, the two years uh, before that, 
but it's like uh, 14 months apart. So we're not that, that far apart in age. And I remember there are times when we would uh, knock heads, right? We would uh, get on each other's nerves. And I've, I've shared this before, I believe, but even something as petty as I'm in the driver's seat and my sister and I are going, we're going somewhere, I forget where we were headed, and the garage can, uh, it, it was still out on the road, it was trash day, it was already taken care of, and so as we were pulling out, I asked my sister very kindly, with the nicest words possible, I said, Sarah, would you mind just putting that trash can away for me, please, before we drive off? And then she responds in a not-so-nice way, why don't you? Now, I will say, I probably didn't say it very nicely. Um, I don't think I was trying to be mean, but I, I, I thought in my mind, this is just a simple thing. You know, I've got my seatbelt on already. I'm in the driver's seat. Uh, you know, she could just hop out real quick and put it away. And her response was, why don't you? Now, that's brothers and sisters just colliding, even over something so small as that. And eventually I did. I put the car in park and I took care of it. And I'm sure she has so many stories about me being unkind. And so I'm not trying to get on my sister. I will say this, that our relationship uh, now, we are the best of friends. And, um, you know, it's probably because we're not living in the same house uh, anymore. But nonetheless, I love my sister and she's, uh, she's great. Her and her husband down in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, uh, doing a wonderful job there. Now, uh, we may not get along with our siblings, but yet we can always get along uh, with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we should get along with our siblings. Why? Because Jesus, if you have Jesus in your heart and we let him have his way in our life, then our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ, they're just going to naturally uh, be what they should. We're going to have that brotherly kindness. We're going to have that love uh, for our brothers and sisters in Christ and we're going to be in one accord. The last fruit, it follows with uh, brotherly kindness, and that is charity. Now, what is charity? That's the Bible word for love, right? Love. And that's actually, uh, the, the word in the Greek is agape. That's the type of sacrificial love. That's the type of Christ love for us. The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The Bible says that God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That is, uh, that is God love. That is Christ's love for us, agape love. And that's the kind of love that we ought to have uh, for the family of God. That's brotherly kindness. But then for charity. Uh, charity is talking about here that, that love that we should have for mankind in general. Uh, we should love people because people are souls, and souls have an eternal destination, whether that's heaven or whether that's hell. It doesn't matter if people treat us badly. The Bible says that we should love even our enemies. And so when we are properly, uh, when we have these fruits already, uh, let's just review virtue and knowledge and temperance, that's self-control and patience, and then godliness. If we have all those things evident in our life, as well as brotherly kindness, then charity is just naturally going to follow. We're going to have a love for people. We're going to love people no matter what they do to us or uh, uh, against us. We are going to love people because we see their souls. And we see that uh, it doesn't matter what the, the here and now is, uh, whatever situation or problem uh, arises. We're, we're going to have the right relationships with people. 
not because we're perfect, not because, because we're just the bigger person, but it's because we have Christ inside of us. We're going to love people naturally because, or uh, supernaturally, because we have Christ inside of us that, are, that is helping us with this love. The result of having these fruits of the faith will result in being right with God, the family of God, and then those who need God. And so I hope that's a help to you today. And uh, if, if these are evident, verse 8, For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I hope that's an encouragement to you, a help to you. Let's examine our own selves. Let's look at our life. Do these fruits abound in our account? And if they do, then we're not going to be barren. We're not going to be unfruitful in the Lord. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful Friday, and I hope to see you in church on Sunday. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.